You are now tuned in to another episode of Bourbon and Books with the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Welcome to another edition of Bourbon and Books with the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Back once again with our brother, cousin Jeff, uh, for this month's uh, Book of the Month on the Bourbon and Books book read list. Yep. <laughs> we back. <laughs> we back. Uh, for the members of the village, uh, prior to hitting the record button, uh, we kind of had a pregame discussion uh, about this month's book, uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho, um, about our perspective on the book um, to kind of kick us off, I guess. Uh, Emmanuel Acho is a former NFL linebacker, uh, Nigerian immigrant parents, uh, played ball at the University of Texas, uh, currently um, is a Fox Sports analyst um, with his own show, and he's also the host of the webcast on anti-racism, Uncomfortable Conversations with a black man that's also named uh, like the book. And so, um, Brother Jay, Cousin Jeff, uh, I'll say that uh, I like uh, Emmanuel Acho as an analyst. I, I saw him on ESPN. Um, he still has a, has a brother. He has a brother that also played in the NFL, Sam Acho who's an ESPN analyst. And so I like, I like how he elocutes and uh, eloquent brother and uh, knows sports, but knows somewhat social commentary as well. So I'll be honest, when we selected this book, um, I was expecting, you know, something that was relevant, <laughs> timely, and applicable to us as black men. I feel a however coming. That's what I. That's why I laughed because I was like, oh, wait, "That's not." Um, I'm not gonna say. However, I'm just gonna say I think um, this book uh, addresses different topics in a manner that uh, probably didn't didn't resonate with me uh, upon reading the book and getting through the book. As okay, so wait. That before was. we go there, let's let's. <laughs> Is that based on a title? Oh, so before, well, the, the, okay, on, okay. Before go ahead, we, brother Jay. Yep, yep. Uh huh. Before we go there, based on the title alone, what were your initial thoughts? Um, I thought that he was going to give a greater perspective on um how uncomfortable uncom- uncomfortable conversations with a black man can be, because I feel like you know the conversations that. Uh, Brother Jay, you and I have, Cousin Jeff, that we have collectively um, has a great deal of layers to it, right? Um, And it's uncomfortable in different kinds of ways based on our shared life experiences. And um, I felt, based on the title, that uh, Brother Acho was going to kind of protect us as Black men and that space that's necessary to have uncomfortable conversations. And I just feel like uh, the title set me up for something that uh, I did not receive. Okay, that's fair. 
Cousin Jeff. Yeah, so, you know, I'm when I say I'm familiar with Emmanuel, and look, I'm going to do the black thing like we always do. If you don't name Emmanuel, you go by Manny. So I'm just going to call him Manny. Yeah. Um, in terms of Manny, like, I I know he was on ESPN as an analyst. I know he used to play in the NFL, but I actually never seen his show. So I wasn't too familiar with him. For the folks who are connected to the social space, um, I kind of knew him because he used to date Yvonne Orgy. For those who don't know who that is, that's Molly from Insecure. Ah, the, so, Ni- the Nigerian connection. Yep. They gotcha. used to date. They used to date. And, you know, I was like, oh, he must be cool if, if they dating, so on and so forth. Um, so the title, Uncomfortable Conversations, I thought it was going to be what the title talk, talked about. Like, he going to talk about some uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Um, I think from the title alone, this book did succeed in doing that. And I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. All right. Brother Jay? I will say from the title alone, I was expecting um, not to mirror, but be closely resemblant to um, Hill Harper's The Conversation. Mm. Um, not that it wasn't it was not at all <laughs> um but i was i was anticipating that there would be maybe um some semblance of a conversation and mm. I, I that's what i was wanting i wanted to be like okay cool we're gonna have we're gonna read about these uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations and i i was expecting maybe the different conversations to be um, directed towards different audiences, right? So like conversation topic A presented to audience A, conversation topic B presented to audience B. And so, um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now, as we open the bounds of the book and um, I, I chose the audible version um because I've been on the move for the past couple weeks and me sitting down to read, I was going to go to sleep. Conversely, uh, <laughs> while I was playing the audible version, I kind of dozed off a few times. <laughs> like, luckily. Brother Jay, I, I had the audible version as well. <laughs> and for some reason, I, I felt like I was, I was trying to, I don't know if I was going to, uh, the, going to the library or like a, a white frat party. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I just didn't. I just didn't know. It, it was. I just didn't know where I was going. You know what's funny? I look. I I felt. I got a little. I got a little sleepy. A little, but you know, I didn't know. I was like, maybe I'm having a long day. No, nope. I I didn't attribute it to the book. But I'll, I'll go back and say because you know I never thought about it from the standpoint of like the conversation how Hill Harper had did that book, which was done like very well i haven't seen a book written that way since in terms of just like it was real intriguing wasn't it yeah Yeah. i mean it was was a conversation yeah i think the problem with people who do books like um manny has done this one it's just too literal it's like i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna like i'm gonna you like it's like you're talking at me more of a guy in terms of just like let's just have a conversation and watch that play out and then i'm gonna kind of tell you like what happened throughout that conversation like yeah, he just was so but see, but see, that's the thing. Even 
I wouldn't I wouldn't even have mind if it was literal, but I think he wrote it for like white suburbanites. I agree. You know I what I'm saying? Or oh, people that was like we, yeah, that, that was already in his yeah. that was already in his circle. I really don't think he wrote it for whites that you know believe the complete opposite of him. I think he wrote it. I think he wrote it for uh whites that are like in his circle that might know him and may feel or have felt a certain way during 2020 about all that was going on Mm -hmm. and wanted to know how to approach like their black friends without coming off insensitive. Like to me, that's how he wrote the book. And I I said, well, damn, this, this book wasn't for me. And I guess that was the, I guess that was the, 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 the setup. You know what I'm saying? I I tried my best guys. I really, (laughs) like I, I really gave it the old college try. I said, okay, like Jeff said, all right, cool. Maybe I had a long day, so I stopped it and put on some trap music so I could I could drive home. Then the next day, I was in the car after I did cardio, did my yoga. I was I was good. It was attentive. It was early in the morning. I was going to the office an hour and five minutes sooner. Yep, nope. Tried again and it didn't work. I was like, ah, shoot. Maybe it's the maybe maybe it's the speed. No, nope, <laughs> I sped it up. I slowed it down. And I was like, hmm, because a lot of the information, it was it was. It was stuff we already knew. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, ah, this wasn't this wasn't for me. And then I'm thinking, oh, maybe just the beginning chapters, you're setting the framework. So let me just now I, I will say there were some nuggets woven in. And I think it was just maybe his spin or his perspective on certain things um, or some of the quotes that he incorporated. But for the most part, I did like the quote, the way he used the quotes to set up each chapter. Yeah. You know, I understood it. But I mean, yo, when you drop a James Baldwin quote, I'm I'm expecting you to kind of come with it. You know what I'm saying? Move me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, like I'm, he, like I he was, like a tree he was dropping by the water, unmoved. Yo, he was, he was, he was dropping all the heavy, all the heavy hitting quotes, unmoved. But to be honest, when you when you think about him, when you think about his upbringing, when you you just he's Nigerian, moved to Texas. I think he he basically was lived in a fluent type of neighborhood. Like Very. he said, he he was introduced to black culture in the NFL. So, you know, he went through most of his life not really indoctrinated into black culture, black people, et cetera. And I feel like that type of person will write this type of book. Fair, right? And like the first couple seconds of the book when he tells you where he grew up and I'm just like, ah, shit. (laughs) In my head, I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Now I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not denying his black experience, right? I'm not. Even but he calls it out. I mean, like he 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 doesn't hide from it in the book. You know, he doesn't perpetrate something that he's not. He he calls it out throughout the book. How you know he grew up in a two parent household mm-hmm. with these kinds of values, mm-hmm. with this kind of socioeconomic status. Yeah. Like he he calls it out. But then it's like, all right, you call it out, and you set it up, and then your chapter is about. Uh, the black family and how the black family is disjointed, and the, the, a lot of the a lot of the uh, cause of black issues are a direct result of the separation and segregation within the black family. Like it's like, all right, you call it out, 
but then you talk about some subject matter that <laughs> and you know what to be honest i yeah this is me i think yeah. a lot of stuff he talked about is more from research not from lived experiences it sounded you, that like, way it sounded like yeah. that or or like like, inter, like informational interview right not like something that you live <laughs> and like you just know yeah you know, your friends was it was more so like I, and I'm, I'm not knocking him like I think no, not at all, not 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 at all. But I, I you know, for the pur- for the purpose of debate, you know what I'm saying? Right. This is how yeah. the information came off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it sounded very researchy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I closed my eyes while I was sitting at my desk, and I said, "Are you asleep?" Yeah, <laughs> while I was asleep, right? Close my eyes. Um, I closed my eyes, and I was like, "Would I have listened to this individual if he came to my college campus and was a?" Like a guest speaker. Are you at HBCU or PWI? I'm at a PWI. Yes, you would. You wouldn't at HBCU. HBCU, yeah, no, but but at a PWI, I don't think I would have. You might at a HBCU if you in a sports program, like if you on the foot, like if he came spoke to football players, they would probably take it in. But outside of that, nah, by force. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 by force, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even at, a, this... even at a PWI, like, mm, you didn't come to speak to us. Got it, right? <laughs> we we, we would have went and got the, the pancakes at the dining hall. Like, we would have, all right, cool, catch you on the flip. I yeah. just, I was really, I tried, brothers, I tried my best. I really did. Um, so, I mean, if you have something positive, I mean, I'm not saying we've said negative stuff, but what are what were some of the things that you thought were were good or? Well, uh, I mean, he he lays out some very uh, foundational facts and stories around why things are the way they are in America. You know, the racial disparities and the systemic issues. So he 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 uh, articulates very well. Um, the causes of those issues. Um, But he lays the causes out in a manner where I do think like the audience, his target targeted audience for this book, they already know that stuff. Mm -hmm. They don't, they already know that stuff. If anything, they may not have the confidence or the wherewithal to have uncomfortable conversations with black men to speak up on it or learn more about it. But I do think they know that stuff. So it was like, all right, well, are you are you writing this to educate and enlighten, uh, you know, less educated white folks? Are you writing this to enlighten, you know, uh, a socioeconomic dynamic within your your own circles, which is probably more affluent because you're an analyst and you have national exposure. And so the way he laid it out, I was kind of confused and conflicted on like, all right, if you're trying to give white folks some tools to have to speak with black men, what what white folks are you trying to help guide this conversation about? And I I, I didn't get I didn't quite get an understanding. But I will say um, you asked what was good. I think, you know, if there was a uh, somebody white that, you know, wanted kind of like a. Um, a watered down version of why things are the way they are um, to kind of formulate their own opinion. I think this was a good book for them, but, you know, I think those individuals are, 
Because the people that don't want to know and don't care, they're not going to read this book no way. So we're not, we don't, we're only talking about a very specific population of white folks. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think um, he laid the book out in a manner where you could really decipher like, all right, who are you trying to get to be down? <laughs> mm. And I, I, I a thousand percent like agree with everything that you, that you said. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously I think a lot of things that we've talked about here today, we had similar experience in terms of being somewhat sleepy in terms of at one moment, I even wrote, I was like, this book, not for me. Like it wasn't, <laughs> written, it wasn't written with me in mind. There, there wasn't like yeah. any aha moments. There was nothing in here. I was like, Ooh, this new mm-hmm. information. The only thing that may have been somewhat new, it wasn't the subject matter, but it, it may have been the origin of it. Just and mainly because I just didn't feel like that was important enough to research. It was like, oh, I never knew that came. Well, he wrote it. He wrote it. No, it, re- it was released November 2020. Right. Well, and so I'm thinking I'm thinking he just thought, oh, this is something people need to know. And I'm going to write about it because it was like a, a moment in time that he just tried to capture and mm-hmm. repurpose. You know, they say they say you uh, you either co-op content. Or you're in the moment and you kind of attach yourself to what's going on in the moment for content. I feel like this is what he did. And to that point, he he may have felt like this was his doing everything that was going on in the world. Like this is how he could play a role. This is how he could deposit something in his yep. own way. Yeah. Um, Which is good. Good for right. Him. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I think I think there is an audience for this. I think this audience. This this not that audience. Um, to your point, this is a book that if I had to recommend it, to, obviously, this ain't for black folks. This is for non-black folks. And there are a group of people who, one, they're going to read it just by the way he articulates and two, just by the way that he presents the information. I do agree. It's, it's watered down. So I don't know how effective it would be, but they will be open to, to take a look at it, to, to read it. I also say that as well because randomly he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and I feel like the real books who talk about these issues like they're not going to be invited to that type of show but because mm. of who he is That's because heavy. of how he articulates himself yeah they're going to invite him because they know they're not going to get full-on Black Panther on yeah. Jimmy Kimmel yeah 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 Stokely. yeah right. yeah so that, that's why I'm like this wasn't my jam but I can see how it could somewhat be effective to another audience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's unfortunate, but everybody is not going to be allowed into certain doors. And Fair. this book is going to be a, uh, a, uh, a bridgeway. Uh, another thing that he did in this book. And again, that's why I saw it more as a guide, you know, at the end of the chapters, he would say, Hey, if you want to learn more about this, you should that read this book. You should watch this movie. You should. Yeah, also- yeah. And I thought that was good. It's like supplemental. He, he was providing resources. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, that, that's real. Which, which, yeah. Which basically meant like, oh, this is a how-to guide, right? Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a Willie Lynch book, but <laughs> um, it, there, there was some good context for those that don't know their history, or the history of blacks in America. Um, there was good context. There was historical information. Um, 
and there was good usage of modern day resources to because you know a lot of times when people are telling stories of old they can't connect it to anything that's recent and so that's true depending on your audience sometimes you lose it because you're like bro i'm not still talking about what happened in 1868 like I'm not a fan of history, so therefore I don't really want to know all this historical stuff. Give me something that's relevant to today. And so um, I do believe that those tools and techniques aided in the delivery of the book. But as you all said, I, I this was not this was not a mirror book, right? You got window books and you got mirror books. Mirror books are the ones where you can see yourself in, and I couldn't. Uh, it was, I, I didn't feel as if I, the book was written with me in mind. And so I think that's what, what made it so challenging. I tried. Yeah, I, I really did. <laughs> you, you hit, you hit home on something too, though, brother Jay, you said he used like current examples to try to explain, um, historical, uh, references. Right. And he did a pretty good job, especially explaining like the importance of, uh, voting, voting rights yeah. laws. And giving like current examples of the crazy stuff that's going on and people like getting real jail time behind. He talked about laws in Texas and another another state. And so I do think he he tried to he tried to like bring it current, but it was like, all right, who, who I still didn't understand who are you doing this for? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we ready to we ready to vote. Man. Did I miss anything? I think we covered everything. I think pretty much we covered. I think I think we to be covered. Yeah, I think we did, man. You know, I think we did. You know, brother, brother Acho is a a talented, articulate, uh, well skilled individual, man. You know, he, it, it, he's an Emmy award winning uh, analyst. He uh, has a he's a New York bestseller. Uh, NFL player, like yo, he's he he is black excellence. I'm not gonna take that away from him. You know what I'm saying in terms of his achievements yeah. and um and, and the attempts that he's tried to uh, bring awareness to um, very uncomfortable situations as it pertains to black people in America. And so I respect it. You know, what I mean, I respect the fact that he tried to use his talent and treasure to bring a level of awareness. Um, that being said. Um, in terms of, I, I think the effectiveness of this particular book. I mean, I think he has like a series now of uncomfortable situations of scenarios and some subsequent books after this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna give him three. I'm gonna give him three, three fists, man. Three fists. Um, because you know, I, I, I think it, uh, it takes a lot, uh, for a brother to write a book in the first place, and he was able to do it at a high level. Um, but I'm gonna give him three fists for uh the mechanics of it, but I'm taking I'm taking two fists, I'm deducting two fists off the scale for its relevancy as it pertains to Kevin's world. That's fair. Ronald. Cousin Jeff. Ronald. You know I go last, brother. Yeah, come on, come on, but cousin you know Jeff. What, you be, know that. But I'm just interested to know what your score is. I'm gonna tell you. After, after you know. 
See, hey, hey, see, brother Jay, see, I, I messed him up because he thought he thought he was gonna get a four. He thought I was coming with something in the four and higher range. <laughs> I went, I ain't even go three and a half, and I threw him for a loop. So he's stuck now. He's stuck now. So, so he really so gotta he tell us how he really feels. Yeah, it. you see that? <laughs> no, no, you no. Got that, you see that diversion tactic, man? You no. see that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna repeat everything that was was said. I think in certain scenarios for certain people, this book can be effective for them or it can be a good starting point. Um, for me, and I think for us reading this book, it just didn't hit home how it was supposed to or what we thought in terms of the title. Um, again, I, I think if you do read a book like Hill Harper's Conversation, you will see like the grave kind of difference. Um, with that said, <laughs> I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a three and a half uh, fist. I'm what? Half. I'm gonna give him three and a half. <laughs> what? And three I mean, and a half? Yo, I this was, dude. What? Yo, man, you, you, yo, you sick, man? <laughs> I was going sick? between. It's like you know, a lot of times when I'm like reviewing a book. I'm doing it for myself, but I'm just also like, okay, when they when they wrote this book, like, did I feel like they meet the goal that they were trying to meet? And I just don't think he wrote it for us. Obviously, before yeah. we read this book, I didn't know that. But reading it, I'm like, nah, he, he didn't write this for us. Yeah, couldn't have been. Yeah. <laughs> but for other people, I feel like this is something that they would at least open it up and, and give it a chance. I think other... Um, Authors, they're just not going to do it. They're not going to do it just given their background. They're not going to do it just because of their delivery. However, those are books that they probably should be reading. But this is the one that they're going to pick up. Mm. So I see what you're saying. Ah, so it, so it's like wrong it, with that, but I'm, like, I'm just, I'm just yeah, like like kids' medicine. You know what I'm saying? To try to try, try to take it, you know, put some sweet in it to so that I, they can digest it. To say I read it. Yeah, yeah, I, I see I that, and that's heavy, cousin Jeff. But yeah, with the first time in since we've been doing this, Jeff's score is higher than mine. That's, this is the first time. It's also cold outside too. I've had <laughs> Seventy degree days, so <laughs> only in Virginia you get all four seasons in the span of thirty six hours. So I, I am going to. Um, give this book two and a half. Oh. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it two and a half based on everything we just said. But um, I I just wasn't the intended audience. Is this a good book? I think it's good that we read it so we know that if we're if we cross anybody in our travels. And they're looking for something to read to gain some understanding. I think this is something that we could suggest to them. Um, I have a hardback copy of it, and I would probably give it to someone. Right? I, it's, it's not something that I would open and reread, um, or re-listen to. Um, yeah. Question for you. Yeah. You said if you had a hardback copy, you would give it to somebody. No, I got one. Oh, you got one that you say you might give it to someone. Yeah, I'm going to. 
So so who who would you give it to though? Is the question. I don't know. I'm probably gonna keep it in my car, and whenever some whenever the situation <laughs> arises, I'll just be like, hey, I got something for you, right? And so, um, no, but I I think uh, I have a few friends and colleagues who are working in the diversity space on college campuses, and I think this may be good for their library. Um, yeah. I think it's just, it's just one of those books that I probably like. I'm, I'm, not, I know I'm not going to read this again. Like I just, yeah. Um. So typically, the, you can't see, but the books behind me, I keep them because there's fruit in there for me. And as you said before, both of you, like we weren't the intended audience, and I, not taking anything away from the book, just from my yeah. experience, it's a two and a half for me. That's real. I mean, that's three, three out of five, three out of five. I think this is probably uh, the lowest score book review that we've done so far. If I'm, if I'm tracking. The first, the first review I had the highest score. <laughs> what was the first book? No, but it's the first one I've had the highest. Oh, score. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This is the yeah, yeah. The first book you had the highest, and I was like, nah, nah. This oh. is the no. This is the first. Yeah, this is the first book you yeah. actually scored the highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, you did pick this book because of the page count. So I didn't pick this book. Don't tell, <laughs> okay, don't tell these people these here lies. We here we go. Again. For the folks listening, I was outvoted on this book. <laughs> And now he's gonna throw that in the atmosphere. Yeah, well, we, well, you know, it's majority rules, and two right. two already said yes, so my vote. It's y'all shows, y'all show. Nah, nah. All nah. votes matter. I'm just a guess. All votes matter. I'm just a guess. All, all votes matter. I'm just a guess. Oh, man. So, uh, so fellas, you know, uh, Emmanuel Acho, uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, uh, three out of five fists on the Black Power Fist book reading sign here at the Game Recognized Game podcast uh, next month. Um, let love have the last word, comment. So um, that should be interesting. Very much. Hopefully members of the village will uh, go copy. Let love have the last word by comment. That will be the book for next month's uh, Bourbon and Books here at the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, along with our brother, cousin Jeff. Um, until next time, you all be light. Be light.